you to, you're, you're funny. <laughs> I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. You know, I just want to say a few things here. Learn to live alongside cringe. Put simply. Just limit it to what we have seen. What are you? This is the Brian Suits Show. Mmm, I want to get in. Elsa, am some somebody KTTH. Brian Suits here with producer Greg. It is your Friday practice on Bastille Day 2022. What does that mean? I really don't know. It was like a castle. The French tore it down or something. I don't know. Uh, well, we've got three hours to figure it out. Let's uh, start figuring here right after we get to the work with our right-way traffic. Ranil Vikramasinghe has now been appointed as the acting president of Sri Lanka. That's how you say it, apparently. You don't spell it out like I did. But uh, I still defend uh, spelling out the name of the new, the current caretaker leader, of Sri Lanka. Uh, hey, uh, good morning. It's your Thursday practice for the 14th of July, as we say in America. You know, I wonder if French kids say to each other as a joke, do they have Bastille Day in America? Because the answer would be no. No, we don't. There's we, a great Portlandia sketch we'll, we'll that eat references omelet, Bastille Day. And, uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's shot in black and white like an old uh, like French New Wave film. Cinema Valité. It's so <laughs> funny. They're all riding bicycles around. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That's a great show that I just don't... I, it's one of those ones that I acknowledge is great, so I don't feel an obligation to watch it. Well, it's so hit or miss. And the great part is there's like five or six sketches per show. So if there's a stinker, there's sure to be a new one that might be good. Oh, okay. Because it does, it absolutely nails Portland. Oh, completely. Yeah, there's never been a show like that about Seattle, and and yes, that includes almost live. And, and Fred and Carrie, the Wh- main which stars was of the show, four or five stinkers per <laughs> yes. uh, kind of chuckle. <laughs> Very true. Why doesn't anyone have the nuts to say that in this city? Almost live sucked. It sucked. I mean, but when it, they got it right, they nailed it. But that was kinda. rare. But it was rare. Oh, I mean, I mean they made fun of Kent a lot. It's like I get the pronunciation of the new leader of Sri Lanka. Ranil Vikramasinghe has now been appointed as the act. Did you catch that? That's I did catch at that. At the very beginning. Ranil Vikramasinghe has. I. But you were saying. So Fred and Carrie, the stars of Portlandia, came up and did a live in-person show at the Showbox Market, like maybe 10, 12 years ago. And all they did was mercilessly rip on Portland. (laughs) And I was like, and they were like praising our city at the time. Little did they know the future we were headed towards. Yeah. Um, We've become more like Portland. and, And you know what sucks is Portland once, like Seattle once, was a great town. Now, yes, completely. And it's got nothing to do with the, the drive-bys or anything like that. 20 years ago, there were drive-bys in Seattle. Not, not, not the issue. Grandpa Joe got into the cough syrup and had a press conference about an hour ago in Tel Aviv. He was very confused yesterday. My goodness. Well, uh, today, at one point, you know what they had to do was interrupt the press conference and take the teleprompters down for the Q&A. And he looked like they were changing his depends or oh, something. No. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it was when they interrupted the after the two statements from the the caretaker prime minister and then the caretaker president of the United States. Um that's probably more prescient than we know. Uh as he said, uh, gentlemen, we're gonna interrupt the uh press conference for a technical uh for some technical editing of the stage. And then they took the teleprompters down. And 
and he was sitting there like, I wasn't prepped for this. What's happening? They're taking a teleprompter down. It was really weird. Uh, but you're not going to see it because it was at around 5 a.m. Pacific time. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, he, he did talk about uh, Khashoggi. Uh, locally, is Bill Gates a Bond villain? Um, the, he, so he's ponied up another $20 billion uh, across the the lake there at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, twenty billion depending on stock daily stock valuation, and this is because he wants to stem significant suffering. Um, and 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 I mean I I think I'm slightly more visionary than Bill Gates. I don't feel the need to to enrich myself like he does, so I don't. Okay, there's that, um, but. It's estimated that by December or January, possibly 180 million people on the face of the earth are going to be in crisis nutrition, as they say, instead of instead of famine. That's only two syllables. Crisis nutrition is five. Um, and so crisis nutrition. Crisis nutrition sounds like uh, a term <laughs> similar to people with the capacity for pregnancy. Exactly. You mean starving people? No. Well, we don't say that. If you want to be a, a labelist. Speaking of that, and, and I don't know what what does the twenty billion mean? Like you're you're buying all the pasta now or something, and dropping it on Togo? N- no clue. Have you seen Mega Millions? The show? No, the lottery. <laughs> oh, I've heard of Mega Millions. Yes. What is it up to these days? It's like going to be near near five hundred million tomorrow. I, I, we hear about this every like six months, but to twelve but months. Do we? But, yes, like, oh, but, my gosh, hey. the totals are so large. Are you going to play? No, I'm not going to play. Well, here's, again, uh, here's here's my thing is I it, it, it's so arbitrary. Of course, if I won a $100 million jackpot, I would take it. There's no scenario where I would say, yeah, pish tosh. Well, would you- so, but when it's, I, but I don't play. When it's $100 million bucks, I'm like, yeah, it's a tax on people that are bad at math. I don't know. I don't do that. Well, okay, when I'm driving by a certain ethnicity's casino this morning and I see a billboard and it's like 490-something million for Mega Millions, at that point, I'm like, oh, God, for two bucks, I, I can live regret-free. <laughs> That's for, I, I know that years from now, if, you know, if I didn't pay two bucks yesterday, I would feel bad about it. Like, I, I probably would have won that one. So I, this way, I'll know. But you know what the stink was? I went up to Corner Market, which now has a giant cage on the entire front door region. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, you know the the place I'm talking about just up the street here at East Lake Avenue, East of the Radio Ranch? Where, by the way, the foyer today uh, was uh, was uh, luckily vagrant free, was fentanyl addict free. But I go up there yesterday, and I and I said, here are my purchases. Can I have a bag for those? Uh, and then a two dollar mega. And so she gives me the mega. And they know me. They they know I'm a good guy. And then she goes, oh, I can't take debit for the mega. And I went, well, you're going to. And she said, no, I can only take cash. And so I had to get pull a 20 out of an ATM. So I had to pay three bucks. <laughs> I had to pay three bucks to get a 20 out to buy a $2 Mega Millions ticket. At that point, I realized I'm bad at finance. I'm very bad at this. There's a sucker born every yeah, minute, Yeah, and Brian. so I you're just said, you know what? There's your two bucks. Give me eighteen dollars more. Give me nine more. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, so is this one where you? you I had to pay for off, the three dollars. Do you scratch off the numbers? No, it's not it a. Work? No, no, it's some. It's not a scratch. Those are for suckers. <laughs> yeah, those are the real suckers. <laughs> yeah, those are dummies that do scratchers. 
Um, uh, no, it's the, the actual ticket that they print out. And they have random numbers on them. Yeah, and then and then and when's the drawing? Tomorrow, somebody in India or Indiana. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. not not India. Ranil Vikramasinghe has now been appointed. Yeah, and so so um, that's India. Um, so tomorrow at some point they pull the numbers, and then at some point I go to a gas station and I remember I have the tickets, and I go back out to the car and I come back to the reader. And find out I, I haven't won. Or or I find out I have won. You know, I took you for a person that is Take rather that traditionally picture. judicious, Brian. I am. But <laughs> even you on this can one be thing. lured into playing the lottery. When I see that number <laughs> and then I realize, you know, obviously if you win $70 million and you take it in a lump sum, that's $35 million, a little more, $36, 37000000 million. The feds take $4 million. Okay, Thirty-two million dollars overnight is life-changing. Yeah, you know, obviously. Well, five hundred million is Gulfstream. Gulfstream sick. Not, I mean, not a used Gulfstream, but a new Gulfstream. <laughs> live golf money right there. And and yeah, and I like. I, I'd pay them just to show up in the tournament, walk around with a caddy, and act like I was a golfer uh, or or something. And, and so that for 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 two dollars, that's insurance to not live a life of regret. That's money well spent. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Plus the three dollar ATM fee for one of those exorbitant non branch uh, ATMs. Ronald Vikramasinghe has now I'm been. I'm gonna get that name down by the end of today. He may not be the head of uh, Sri Lanka by the end of today. I don't know. Uh, back in a second, AM on Sunday. Uh, KTH Brian Suits here did uh, the earth shaking announcement from the president in uh, Tel Aviv. Didn't happen. Uh, we'll get to that and more. It's uh, let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Mm, I want to get in. That's what the Hornets said at my house with uh, the new Mountain Dew trap. Um, Amazon seventy KTT. It's so easy to make, by the way. And I, I, you know, there there's such a uh, peak problem like July August. Hornets around here, but they don't land on you and sting. People are, are irrationally afraid of them. But take a water bottle, fill it, uh, poke four holes around the equator or further up, and fill it with Mountain Dew just below the holes. They go in. The holes have to be big enough for the hornets for the to, hornet fit to in. get okay. in and poke them in. Don't don't you know? Burn them if you want, but but anyway, they they can't get back out. And then they there's nothing. Sugary. I think the trashiest drink around is Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, with all the yellow five. Oh, and... my God. The, the cinnamon Mountain Dew is the trashiest drink. That's a real thing? Yes. Oh, it's, hey, how, how, how methy are you that, that you're, you're buying with good money? Money not even good enough for the lottery. So you drown God's creatures in this sugary nectar? Mm, I want to get in. I don't. They, that's that's that, what they that's say. That's what they say to each other. That's what they do. They they go in there, it's sticky, and they die happy. You can't. And they just can't get out. You can't kill a whole hive with that, can you? The queen the queen does not say. Mm, I want to get in. In fact, I don't think hornets have queens. Out of fact check, I don't Wouldn't know. I, I don't know. But um, uh, anyway, uh, the state of Washington, without a bounty program, wants you to just randomly kill murder hornets uh, that way. By the way, let me let me start with a mea culpa. You know what? Ah, uh, we're wrong. Uh, a guy, a illegal immigrant, this is being completely buried in the story, but 27-year-old Gershon Fuentes uh, is in this country illegally. 
But he raped a 10-year-old. In Ohio, right? Yeah, it really happened. Yeah. Yep. It's because it's so, it's such a rare event. It just seemed made up and it seemed a bit too convenient. But totally. The Ohio Attorney General didn't buy it, uh, by the way. And so that's why the Washington Examiner and other newspapers were saying, okay, a single source on this. Uh, but anyway, a man, a man illegally in America and equally illegally in the state of Ohio has been charged with raping a 10 year old girl who had to cross state lines for an abortion. Turns out she didn't have to. Uh, Indiana, pardon me, Ohio does have a provision for a 10 year old just pregnant because she was raped, um, as most states do. I think they all do. Um, the uh, obviously unnamed girl's plight drawn international attention. U.S. President Joe Biden cited it. Skeptics questioned it. Uh, if it was a hoax, and which I did, uh, millions of women and girls lost along scene, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so anyway, the child was six weeks and three days pregnant, according to the Indianapolis Star newspaper, uh, referred by a child abuser, child abuse doctor in Ohio. The, the girl visited a clinic in Indianapolis. Um, and anyway, so the, the guy has admitted guilt. And I'm sure he's going to have a really easy time in prison being the guy who raped a 10-year-old and got her pregnant. But uh, anyway, Gershon Fuentes is uh, in this country without authorization. Um, he faces life in prison if convicted. Anyway, please convict. And his life, probably about eight months old. I, I, I put the over-under at eight months. He was a person with a capacity for citizenship. Um, yeah, no, he... no, but it's an absolutely revolting story. I'm yeah. glad you brought it up today and corrected the record because like you, I was prone to think that the story was made up. And so did the Ohio attorney general who was interviewed about it. Uh, because like you said, it seemed way too convenient, but it is the most extreme of extreme cases. And most states uh, that have abortion legislation uh, on the books right now, allow for exceptions in in such cases from what i understand there are a few states that that might not uh, but it does highlight some of the nuance in this extremely uh heated discussion uh, on this topic and, and i'm for sure uh, you know i on on the one hand i was disgusted that they would make up a story to advance a political agenda on the other hand i'm more disgusted that it really happened right <laughs> you know i wish it were just uh, the White House saying, all right, we were misled on this. That would be a better scenario than than this, where it really happened. The The only silver lining is that Gershon Fuentes has to go into the general population, and he won't last. So uh, anyway, I hope he enjoys Lime Jello Wednesdays while he can oh, no. in, o in Ohio, because they're, they're not going to be, be around uh, for long. Uh, you know, I, I would speculate purely as a radio bit, not in any way, shape, or form, meaning this uh, seriously, but I wonder, is it illegal to go fund me a shanking? Probably. Is it? I'm just, I'm just curious if I start to go fund me to shank Gershon Fuentes. Uh, who's the bad guy? Am I the bad guy on that one? I, and again, this is uh, speculation uh, for purposes of FCC litigation. Um, uh, that uh, this is pure speculation on one host's part. Uh, actually seeking an answer from any any uh, attorneys out there at uh, 800-465-8770. If uh, I, I get, in, you know, it's it's unique in America. <clears throat> we're, we're unique in, in much of the world's criminal law in that in this country, intent is a crime as well. In, in many Western industrialized countries that judge us for guns, uh, you can intend to rob a bank, but if you didn't actually rob the bank, you haven't committed the crime. 
I'm just saying, I just wonder, is it illegal or would GoFundMe take it down if uh, if if I said Shank Gershon? <laughs> I'm not going to wade into these waters here. Yeah, I don't want to implicate myself. Well, again, it's purely a question, um, and, and that's that. It's just it, a hypothetical. If the answer is no, I still wouldn't do it. I would, I would discourage anyone from doing it. I'm just saying this is such a loathsome crime, and to break into my country illegally and impregnate a 10-year-old is uh, so incredibly loathsome that uh, uh, I, one one would be willing to get in front of a jury uh, on that one. Because after all, the prosecutor has to be 12 and 0. Your, your lawyer has to be uh, 1 and 11, <laughs> and you won't be convicted. But um, that uh, that's a sad, sad world that I'm postulating there. Saul, so I uh, I'll I'll keep working on my pronunciation of the new leader of uh, of uh, Sri Lanka. Ranil Vikramasinghe has now been a man. I'm so close. This is Ron Ronala. Um, I got the first name down. the The former leader who I I right when I got his name down, he leaves the country. Uh, Gotabaya Rajapaksa, and so he goes to the Maldives yesterday. Right? You, you know, I think he might have landed by now. He's on his way to Singapore now. And there's speculation because now the the new caretaker prime minister, whose name is Ranil Vikramasinghe, has, has authorized live rounds. He's authorized his police to start shooting back. And there's speculation that the former prime minister is just in a holding pattern to come back until the crowds calm down. Now, OK, give him a couple of days in the pool, let him wrestle in the presidential bed. And then, uh, and then Gotabaya Rajapaksa comes back and replaces his replacement. Ranil Vikramasinghe has not. And, um, and takes over again. Anyway, probably not going to happen. Um, all right, when we come back, uh, China is boasting, I'm not making this up, mind reading artificial intelligence to assure loyalty to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, a little, you know, a couple decades after 1984, but we finally got there. Um, that and well, what did the president say about this? Uh, Jamal Khashoggi loudmouth and uh, what, what happened to him and all that um, and uh, on his way to uh, Saudi Arabia later on today uh, back in a second let's get you to work with our by the way we'll do it early pass at check your text 800-465-8770 800-465-8770 let's get you to work with the right way traffic Solved inflation. AM seven seventy KTTH. Brian Suits here. Uh, this one amazing principle will uh, probably change everyone's life. Uh, and producer Greg is here as well. And this is this is as simple as making a murder hornet trap. Mm, I want to get in. Stop buying stuff. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Who needs milk and eggs? Who anyway? needs stuff? Exactly. Uh, it is it is funny that uh, you know inflation is not only uh, categorical, but it's regional. And in in the Seattle area, the nine point one percent nationally can can be regionalized to north of ten percent. Um, stuff in general here, if it's not local, is just more expensive. That's that's that. And then as as we were seeing there in Fox Business, um, chicken is up eighteen percent. Well, keep them alive and take their eggs, man. (laughs) Stop. No, wait. Um, So uh, 
Can I derail the show for a second? Oh, and, and let me announce. I was going to bring it in. We have our first egg. First? I, did, I didn't expect July. Oh, my goodness. I, I was thinking September for the first eggs from Brian's uh, KTTH flock, Flock O Chickens. But uh, no, got got a because I have I have a brood I have I have, a, I have coops uh, that are have, are unassembled and I have to assemble them in haste uh, tonight. But anyway, so did first you make egg. scramby eggs this morning? Or no, the first or eggs. What? It's a crazy thing when you own chickens. The first eggs are about the size of robin's eggs and they don't have yolks. Oh, it's like the first pancake. You yes. don't really want to eat that. You call the dogs over. <laughs> yeah, okay. They will chow those. Was eggs. it like blood orange color? Oh uh, no no it's <clears throat> it's like eggs? it's all. Uh, it's all albumin. It's it's all white. No no yolk. Okay. Well, you're on your way though. No yolks, man. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's off and running. The next one, once they clear that one out, everything from this point forward is an egg. So we have to say a word. Speaking of nature, about the full moon this morning. Crazy. I know we're a news driven show, but this made news in my car this morning. Um, yeah, it's been. I'll do a little storytelling. It, it's here. still. I think it's just kissing the Olympic Mountains. Oh right my god! Yeah, I'll, I'll go check that. Majestic out. and glorious. Mm, I want to get in. It's, That's what it said. It's been kind of a long week. It's been an exhausting week for me. So I get in the car this morning. I'm feeling rather tired. We get up before the sun is out. And I'm thinking, you know, usually I do some prep on the way into work and listen to the news, but I just want to savor the silence this morning because it's been a long week. And then I go, you know what? No, I do want to listen to some music. And so I pull up the uh, Field of Dreams soundtrack on Hello, YouTube. darkness, my old friend. This is me in my car. No, you didn't. At 65 miles an hour over the I-90 bridge this morning. No. And I look to my left, and there is this full moon lighting up the clear skies, and its reflection is glistening off Lake Washington. It's like a mirror with how smooth the water is, and I, I'm getting a little emotional this morning. What's that Brian? ghostly voice I hear? That's so weird. Is it inhabiting the airwaves? He's and then I get in and I pull up your Twitter account and you p- had posted a video of the full moon and I thought, Whatever. you know what, me and my boss are completely simpatico this morning. You, your boss. We you both were, worked for the boss. You were feeling the wonder and splendor of that moon as well. He Speaking of uh, Field of Dream, uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson and the Field of Dreams, the name of the novel by, um, what was his name in the movie? Ray? Ray Kinsella. Can, uh, W.P. Kinsella up in Vancouver. He was hit. He, a car was backing out of a driveway, and he was hit by the car, and he was. Did he, he was survive? A, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. I want to see it. It's, but you're not invited. Not invited. Jesus. What do you mean? I'm not invited. That's my corn out there. You guys are guests in my corn. <laughs> One of my would, favorite lines. Of would all time. you say? I would say Moneyball Plus. Field of Dreams is the the doubleheader. For, yeah, for I, can, I, I you know I I, I love the natural, but GD it's cynical. Is and it? If you've ever read the Bernard Malamud novel, the original, wow, is it cynical? <laughs> and the, the, you know what? They punch it up for the movie. <laughs> movie movie is a happy ending. Roy 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 Hobbs, you know, throwing the ball with his son, and at the end, no, not the, Don't read the novel. If you like the natural, don't read the novel. Go to Ebbetsfield Flannels, get some New York night stuff, and just enjoy your life. This is a from my bucolic uh, South Sound community. 
Uh, he, me, uh, I shot this video this morning. I think it, uh, it uh, narrates itself. I should really watch the road, I guess. But spooky. So anyway, I can't, I can't let a, a good moment just rest on its own. I can't. Anyway, it was a pretty impressive moon, and it's, you know, it's entirely predictable. It's just closer to the Earth. It's not perceptibly bigger, but it's slightly brighter because it's several hundred thousand miles, not hundred thousand, but several thousand miles closer. And while we tie in Field of Dreams into the full moon this morning, we can't let this segment go by without mentioning the red-hot Seattle Mariners. Oh, whatever. Outstanding ball game. Outstanding job by Paul Sewell as they get the celebrations in. <laughs> the dancing out there in the in the infield. And the, in, the outfielders have their little ritual, so the infielders said, hey, we, got it. we want a piece of that. They practically had a Congo line out there after their 10th straight victory, the longest win streak since 2002. Oh, my golly, everybody. The Mariners, uh, my, the, oh bats, bats are alive here in July. It everybody. is fun baseball. Y- you know what right I didn't now. mention yesterday is uh, my my varmint and I went just ran up to, we didn't run, but but, but from where we live, we're, we're literally 60 minutes from paradise at Rainier. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I always make a joke and point and say that's not actually that's a volcano, not a mountain. And and she makes a show of not being impressed by the fact that you know it's looming and it's huge, and when you're close to it, it just gets bigger as you drive towards it and the whole thing. And so uh, she'd never been to paradise, so um, we we ripped up to paradise. And I I always like during during the skiing season, I, I would always stop at Longmire for coffee or whatever. Sure, um, but. Uh, paradise was closed for staffing and the covids were running all around giant buck covids like eight pointers were running around and now they cleared all the covids out paradise is open we go up there we we you know uh, uh sit outside beautiful day day before yesterday gorgeous day actually warm a lot of people hiking a lot of ferners a lot of the ferners up there mm-hmm. and we were flanked on the one side by a korean couple that my varmint because she's dipping into korean so she's the varmint's talking to them in korea korean and uh to to the left uh, a couple from the bay area uh who were just gushing over how gorgeous it is and and the whole thing and i gave them the big reveal which is you know we just tunneled out of california and and they're like yeah yeah dear, dear god yeah, it sucks so big and all that. And and uh, so lovely day at Rainier hearing hearing furners from from Korea and California gushing over Mount Rainier. It truly is the best time of the year up here in the it, great. It's Northwest. crazy. Yeah, I, I had been I had promised big and I was afraid I overpromised. And because because the varmint kept saying, oh, it's so foggy. There's so many trees. Where are the where are the tarantulas? And the rattlesnakes. And I would say, well, it's, you know, I think you'll appreciate the trees in July and August. And it really paid off. It was it was really gorgeous, just gorgeous. And also, I, I got to say, n- n- not in the weekends. No, big no. A hard pass on the weekends. But if if you have the ability, if you're close enough to like get up Baker uh, or Ranier or even you know just on the other side on Crystal, uh, it, it's absolutely worth uh, just just uh, mind clearing. M-I-N-D, not M-I-N-E. Um, it's the opposite of mind clearing. 
It's mind clearing. Thank you. If you build it, you know, I really ought to pay attention to the road. Really watch the road, I guess. So anyway, I tweeted that out at, uh, what, whatever, three hours ago? Yeah, 3.30 in the morning. Everybody Wait. go check out Brian's blurry full moon video. <laughs> B- BBFMV, everyone. B- the, check out the BBFMV uh, at Dark Secret Place. Uh, we'll actually check your text when we come back, and then the uh, the content will begin <laughs> here on uh, the Brian Suit Show here on AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. KTTH, Brian Suits here, and uh, we'll get uh, deep into the Biden Middle East implications and uh, seeing a lot of Obama administration people apologizing for the horrific, uh, the the laughably naive uh, Iran nuclear deal that the John Kerry's of this world uh, foisted upon us. But the most important thing is that a video of a black lab interrupting a women's soccer match between Chile and Venezuela uh, is really, really amusing. And I just uh, tweeted that out. <laughs> so uh, I don't it didn't have any sound. That's a bummer. Not that it needs it. But uh, anyway, so it's a, a ladies soccer match in a place where people actually care about that. So the stadium is fairly full. Uh, and a black lab runs out, interrupts a match. And then every every woman who comes up and tries to sort of corral him, her. Uh, the dog just rolls over and wants its belly scratched. And when they're done, the dog gets up and runs to the next woman. It's pretty funny. Do we know who let the dog out? Who 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 let the dog? Who out? who who? Um, <laughs> and you know, by the way, that the jokes on us. That's an expression meaning who 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 made gas. <laughs> who let the dogs out means who who made is gas. that? It does. Real? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Um. Uh. And uh, anyway, that uh, that uh, hit by the Baja boys um, out of the Bahamas. But uh, anyway, I, I tweeted that out. I put in a request to talk to um, <clears throat> Bill Malusian from uh, Big Fox from Fox News. Amazing footage yesterday from Eagle Pass, Texas. Apparently, uh, America's ironclad border has <laughs> one Achilles heel, and it's several hundred miles along the Rio Grande. But the shallow point is Eagle Pass, Texas, and there, there's this astounding footage of just a column of humanity and Bill Malusian from Fox, who ba- basically has a place down there now. Um, every once in a while, other cable networks will try to dip into that, uh, and they'll they'll send someone with a faintly Hispanic name down there or, or whatever, uh, trying to uh, pander. What's crazy is they are rewarded with ratings, but they hate the story, so they won't do it. And they'll always do the story as, they're making this out to be a story. Can you believe this? This is so not a story that hundreds of people behind me are crossing the Rio Grande and there's no one here to stop them. Um, but but uh, So anyway, it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll retweet his footage, but it's from, from a distance. And there's this long column of people going onesies in a, in a one, you know, single file column, and the, the coyotes are also uh, the 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 lifeguards the story is becoming harder and harder to ignore though i know it's an inconvenient truth for progressives and the biden administration that there's this mass influx of humanity coming across the border right now well they blame us because well no of course they're coming up here because they're all victims of domestic violence from the highlands of honduras 
but but this story is one of the things that is turning uh, Latinos who are here legally against the Democrat Party <laughs> because they want safe and secure borders just like every other American does right now. And right now, it still seems like it's just completely open. At least the optics show that as much. I mean, this video was astounding that you're referring to. Just seeing this stream of people come across the river, it seems like it's never Oh, ending. yeah. And and it, it, what's really funny is is white liberal Democrats have this impression in their mind that all Hispanics are first generation that they they all came here illegally. Right. They're unaware of the fact that, for instance, in in Yakima, um, a, a a friend of mine is a seventh generation Yakima. Uh, his great 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 grandfather came there like in eighteen ninety one, and uh, had a claim. And 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 that's why I've coined the term Hispandering. Um, when they they talk about all Hispan, they talk to Hispanics as if they're for illegal immigration, as if they're not Americans. And it's like, no, if you've been here seven generations, you're more American than I am, um, and that than my people are. And and uh, yeah, you think that borders mean something, and so that's where they're they're really you know they they understand. Um, you know, allowing people to come out of the shadows and get a work permit or whatever, but they're not for unfettered, borderless, promulent Jayapal, you know, sort of board. Isn't it weird that people who came here legally are all for illegal immigration like her? Just, oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on the party affiliation. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, and by the way, uh, speaking of her, the person who's accused of standing in a public street at, 11:30 at night on Saturday saying go back to India uh is out because the King County prosecutor pointed out look we, we can't get any reliable witnesses uh this is apparently this is one of these things where no one pulled their cell phone out unlike a hip hippity hop concert in South Seattle wherever it's a stampede but one arm stampede because everyone's videoing it so nobody videoed a guy accused of apparently hate crimey uh, utterances and uh, and all that, and that's how that works. I can't wait to hear her denounce that. That's going to be great. Um, she she'll denounce it as uh, normalization of hate speech or something. Speaking of uh, normalization of hate speech, um, so we have this uh, one country. Uh, it's a strategic ally, and the uh, its a titular leader goes at his political opposition with a bone saw, but to his credit, it's a solid gold bone saw. Um, Joe Biden this morning in Tel Aviv at a uh, press conference with the sort of caretaker prime minister of Israel uh, named, I have to get the pronunciation right. Ranil Vikramasinghe has now... No, Yar, Yar Lapid uh, is the uh, current uh, ta- caretaker uh, Prime Minister of uh, Israel. By the way, the press conference was all about Iran. And any press conference in Saudi Arabia later today or tomorrow is going to be all about Iran. Um, and let me let me just point this out strategically. You can take 100 Kent states. You can take 100 1968 Democratic National Convention Chicago riots. And you can take 100 January 6, 2020. One. You can take a hundred of each of those. They don't amount strategically around the world to one president of the United States begging Saudi Arabia for more more oil in in 
a reduction of uh, our international prestige. They do not. The, in my experience, the rest of the world looks at stuff like January 6th, Kent State, you name it, assass- attempted assassination on a president. They go, nah, you know, we, we call that Tuesday. They, th- th- that doesn't in any way reduce their desire to follow America. But what's about to happen tomorrow, and, and, and the setup is you spent a campaign denouncing fossil fuels and this regime specifically, and specifically because of um, their uh, assassination of one guy uh, who, who I already heard this morning called an, an American journalist. Jamal Khashoggi was a Saudi citizen. He was here on a visa. He occasionally wrote guest columns for the Washington Post. He was not a, a American journalist. That being said, no one deserves uh, to be uh, anesthetized to uh, to be a generally anesthetized, passed out, and and then and then dismembered while you're still alive. That's the thing, producer Greg. Uh, I'm glad you came out with that moral stance. Yeah, I've got <laughs> well, a, no one deserves. I have that. a no. You know, don't get me wrong. The line forms here to be against general anesthesia and then dismemberment by an MD who actually entered the country with the bone saw. They, the they said um, when Turkish authorities said, "Okay, you're visiting, but why the bone saw?" The the doctor said it's for DNA samples. But here, here's the thing, also. And the I, Turks said, hey, "Good story, get on in." Jamal Khashoggi's story. I, I sometimes think we get a little bit sidetracked by putting so much focus just on his case. And that's my point because I, what his case highlights is a broader trend with how the Saudi prince and the leadership there operates, right? He, he, he yeah. is one of the more high-profile ones, but it's indicative of how they treat dissent or people that are critical of the regime over there, which is they'll jail you, they'll dismember you. So the, the president today in Tel Aviv, this is the stuff he will not say in Saudi Arabia. Here's a little bit of it. More, more next hour. Mr. President... Do you want to question was for the president? And- uh, Mr. President, do you want to call on the next question? Um, well, let me uh, <laughs> um, get to it. Talking about human rights. The question that I'm, the reason I'm going to Saudi Arabia, though, is much broader, is to promote U.S. interest. Promote. Yeah, not not exactly holding up uh, Khashoggi's uh, you know mummified hand or anything here. So uh, so any anyway, the, uh, on an international stage, America backing down. Uh, you know, if if he didn't go to Saudi Arabia and said, "Screw you, we don't need your oil in the worldwide bathtub. We're I'm double stamping the Keystone Pipeline." That would be an enhancer. But anyway, uh, back next hour, AM seven seventy KTTH.